The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. I love that. Bringing you Chad preempted you this time. Bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Welcome everybody. What's Yay. wrong with your microphone? That was awesome. Maybe try to turn your microphone around a little bit. Ooh, this which way? This way? Sound like you were parachuting. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Oh, this I could just turn it like this. Is that better? That's better. Right okay. It just yeah, got somebody jerked with it. <laughs> Yeah. I don't hear that noise anymore either. No more. Uh, oh, good. No more, uh, earthquake. Oh, okay. No more earthquakes. How about now? Hey, everybody, before we get started, let me introduce my cool co host, starting off with the cool cat of film, Mr. Thomas Churchill. Good day, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> then we got the diva of cool Drew Albright. Hey, cool people everywhere. Yeah, Drew. <laughs> Ooh, la la. <laughs> That's oh. what it sounds like at my house every night. Now we got the man behind the boards, <laughs> Mr. Chad Murphy. Ooh, 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 ooh. That's what I do. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Jimmy Straw. We want to welcome everybody to the show and start off by telling everybody to uh, uh, turn hit the ITV button on the W4CY.com website, and you can see Drew and I waving at you. And shooting the bird. And then shooting the bird at you. Fondly There's with fondness. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. Yay! Is Shelly in the chat room? Shelly is in the chat room. And also, Hi, Jacqueline Shelley. McKenzie is in the chat room, too. Jacqueline McKenzie, Jack's, Ro- Jack's Rocks Music. Yeah. Uh, follow her on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> so, that shout works. out to the chat room, everybody. Yeah, shout out to the chat room. And the reason you can't see Thomas Churchill in the studio is because he's Skyping in from his studio in L.A. That would be me. I'm Skyper. Yeah, there you go. Bi-coastal. And we got somebody calling already? Yep. Let's take them. Go ahead, caller. <laughs> Hello? Did they disappear? Oh, wait, we're calling them back again. Here we go. You're on the line with Jimmy Starr. Go ahead, caller. Yeah, I'm, I have a Charlie Baltimore. Charlie, what's <laughs> up? Okay, is that Charlie? No, I, hold on, I got I to gotta, I gotta get Charlie ring. Okay, oh. are you Crystal? So, yeah, so hey, Crystal. Back, All right, great. Hi. Hey, Crystal. Okay. Hi. Hold on. <laughs> She's really nice. That's so much fun. I know. Crystal's cool. Yeah. Totally. We like Crystal. It. That's right. Oh, you're fixing my mic again? Oh, yes. About uh, now. Okay. Is that better? I didn't touch it. Let me touch is it. Is that Chad? Yeah. yeah. That's, oh, that's Chad. Wave, Chad. Everybody can see you. <laughs> they never get to see you. <laughs> Hello? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, Charlie's on. Okay, hey Charlie Baltimore, how you doing? <laughs> how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, we're f- 
fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we're happy with you on. Yeah, we're happy. We're in a good mood. And uh, before we get started, I want to introduce you to my co-host, starting off with the diva of Cool Drew Albright. Charlie! Welcome to the Jimmy Star Hello. Show. Big fans. Big fans here. Thank you. I appreciate it. Then we have our L.A. correspondent. He's our king, a cool cat of film. His name's Thomas Churchill. How you doing? Hi, Thomas. How are you? I'm, I'm good. good. How you doing? Good, good. I I'm know you're great. smiling right now. You're smiling. I am. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Listen we... to Thomas being all smooth. Hey, Charlie, <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hi, Charlie. Oh my God, that's like Charlie's Angels. I was going for that. Yeah, how that work? He was going for that Charlie's Angels thing. And I'm uh, I'm Jimmy Star. We want to welcome you to the Jimmy Star Show. Thanks, Jimmy. And nice I, to finally talk to you. Yeah, in person. Hear your voice, rather. That's right. It's awesome. And, and so before mm-hmm. we get started, how about if you give a quick shout-out to uh, to all the people in the chat room? Yeah, shout-out to everybody in the chat room, everybody that's uh, tuning in, listening. Looking forward to whatever you guys want to ask me. Cool. We, Charlie's the shit. That's right. Charlie's the shit. And, uh, and we're going to ask you all kinds of shit, and we're going to play your new single. Oh, God. We're going to play your new okay. single, and we get to play the explicit version because this Aha. is internet radio. We're like the, I love it. We're the dopest show on internet radio, so we get to say like all the bad words, so we get to play the explicit version of everything, and, and I'm fucking totally stoked. Oh, that's, that's hot. That's my daughter singing on the hook, too, on that record. All right. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah, okay, so, so I, I started following your daughter last night on on uh, Twitter, which uh, I forgot mm-hmm. what her Twitter. What's your daughter's name again? I'm sorry, I don't know her name. Her name is India. India, she's beautiful. First of all, congratulations! You have great genes because you're incredibly beautiful. Also, now you're like a milf. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been a milf for a long time. <laughs> wrong with being a milf, there, Charlie. Nothing th- wrong with it at all. I think it's awesome that you're a milf. I think the fact, like, I was looking at pictures of you from like the last ten years. You haven't aged at all. You just kept getting more and more hotter. Oh, that sounds terrible oh, English. Thank you. More and more hotter. I know that was terrible English. You keep getting better looking all the time. I don't <laughs> talk like I'm like some it's kind of all right. We'll just call it the explicit version. More and more hotter. That's fine. There you go. I like that. Well, actually, you know, because like I listen to, I, I read a lot of your tweets that people are tweeting to you because now that the single came out like two weeks ago, like like you're blowing up all over the place. Everybody's tweeting about you, and I have to tell you, like I don't understand like half the shit people write in those tweets. <laughs> I don't know if I'm too old. Don't I don't follow the it? I don't follow the lingo and the slang of some of it. You and there. Oh, yeah. Twitter has its own like lingo, its own slang. So and I, and I didn't know if that was like a rap thing or I'm just like a dumb white person thing or I don't know what the hell it was because I'm just all about yeah, the music. I think it might be more black Twitter has its own like you know their own lingo. So because I follow I'm these Sicilian. other people, I'm Sicilian and I follow black Twitter. What's going on there? <laughs> well, where's the, where's the Sicilian Twitter? I might need to go over there and see what you guys are talking about. Hey, how you doing? There's this That's other Sicilian. there's this other people on uh, a Twitter. It's called Stunt Planet Pro, and they like they like help independent like musical artists you know get their stuff out there and i retweet them all the time and they tweet all kinds of cool stuff about me but i swear i don't understand like half of the shit i'm retweeting i just i just <laughs> well, retweet it to all help you have to do okay so we'll, we'll make a deal all you have to do is dm me and just be like charlie what is this yeah what's that mean okay put you on that works. And then you could go back to Twitter and so I'll tell you what to say. You yeah, could, you yeah, know, know, go in there and be like, he's a hip-ass white boy. That's right. There you go. <laughs> I'm all about it. Because I definitely, I'm all about the music. I think the music is awesome. I think your new single, All Eyes, is, is dope as fuck. I love the way, like, you don't take any shit. 
ever. Like I like Thank the way that you, you don't take any shit. That you're a strong, beautiful woman who takes care of herself and her family. And like fuck all those other people. I think that's awesome. At the Jimmy Star. Yeah, show, pretty much. I mean, you kind of have to be like that anyway. You know, in entertainment business as a female, you don't really have an, an option. It's a male-dominated business, so you know. But um, I, yeah, I love All Eyes. Um, it was actually the first record that I wrote for my album, and um, we're getting. We're, I just was talking with my manager all day. We're getting everything ready to get ready to shoot the video, so that'll be really hot. Oh, if you need any like cameos by any cool white people. I'm all about it. <laughs> you play the love interest? Yeah, damn straight. I, I'm gay, but like I can look straight. Well, I, can play, I can play the love interest, and I can actually direct your video. Yeah. Oh, oh actually, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Actually, I, Thomas is an award-winning filmmaker. Actually, he lives in L.A. That's why he's in L.A. And uh, if, do you like horror movies? Because his next horror movie is called Hollow Point. It was featured on the Sci-Fi Channel's Monster Man. Wait, show. Wait. Oh my God. Do you not understand? First of all, I do. I. I'm act. I, I have two movies out right now. One is um, The Gang of Roses Two, and the other one is called um, Changing the Game. But do you understand that I used to do interviews when I was trying to act, saying that my goal was to be in a horror film? Like I love horror movies, so. <laughs> You oh, are in the right place. You are like, in the right place, then, because we are like the horror movie like kings. We actually have had. Every, oh my god! I had, want to be in a horror movie so bad. That's, I know it sounds like some craziness, but I really do like. No, I think you should play the person that survives at the end. Like you should be the last one standing. I don't want to be the person that survives at the end. You want to get killed? Yeah, I want to get killed too. Awesome way. Oh, we got plenty <laughs> of ways. Some work. We got. Well, I tell you what, Charlie. I'm sure off, you do. Off the air, uh, Jimmy will give you uh, my information. Just, just uh, shoot me an email or whatever. Yeah, we can work that. We Hell can actually yeah. do that. We well, got and what is the name going. of your film? The next That's film. Go well, ahead. We, well, what's what coming out? Well, Hollow okay. Point is the werewolf movie that we're working on, but we have a film called Emerging Past coming out, and on uh, August 7th, there's another film called uh, Mr. Hush that I produced and I'm in, and it's coming out uh, everywhere, Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, so we got we always have something coming out. And he out. has like five movies on his slate, but Hollow Point... Oh my God, that's so awesome. You go to Hollow Point... I'm a huge, like, I like a lot of, like, underground, like, crazy horror stuff, like the human centipede and all that. Oh, my God! You know that... Let me find find (laughs) out. I know. You know that we had everybody from the Human Centipede on the show. We had the guy who wrote it. We had the guy who plays the Are doctor. Dear, oh my god, they're all friends I of ours. I love Human Centipede. I didn't get to see part two yet, but I like you know. I just like cult, like you know. That's like a cult kind of underground thing. A lot of people have. You're like I don't know. I like a lot of the <laughs> underground horror movies way more than the stuff that's out because it's just so much more gruesome and, and crazy. So you know, like you know we how we definitely got to switch information. You know, you know how in the Human Centipede, how he goes feed her. You know, and he screams feed her. We had him do yeah. that. We had him do that on the radio show, and then we turned it into a ringtone. <laughs> So like that, we have that as a ringtone for our phones. Like when the phone rings, it oh goes feed her I'm, in I'm his voice. I'm such a geek with that kind of stuff. I like went online oh and like was reading like the um, the two actresses that they um, used for the movie and how they prepare for the roles and everything. I was like really into it. We had both of them on too. We've had both of them on the show also. Oh, that's so Ashley crazy. That's yeah, funny. we can hook you up. I got all their emails and shit. We'll like fucking hook it up. You could be like the third oh. one. You could. Be- I actually when we had that, the director that, on. Did see now that. I I don't know if I can do it. I mean, <laughs> we're, doing it. we're saying it, it was hard to do. I mean, obviously, for people that don't know what the human centipede is, it's pretty graphic, but uh, it's, <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's little, interesting, to say the least. There you go. I the think middle that's girl, awesome. Ashley C. Williams, is actually going to be in our uh, next film as well, Hollow Point. 
Yeah. Or maybe you'll get to work That's with her. Awesome. Yeah, that would be now, cool. Now, how open is the werewolf film? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. It's going to be badass. Okay. okay. So, now, when are you shooting your next film? I'm putting my bed in early. Yeah. <laughs> we're working uh, on it right well, now, actually. We're, getting, well, we're, we're hoping to aim for the summer to, sh- uh, to finish shooting it because we, we shot the trailer for it. It was showcased on Monster Man, on Sci Fi's uh, episode of Monster Man. Uh, you could go to my website, churchhillproductions.com. It'll give you everything about us and the trailer. You'll see the trailer for Hollow Point and the other projects that we're involved with as, as well. So we're tell us more about one. your music, though. Now, we're going to go back to you now, now that we talked about yeah. First of all, I want to just say, besides being incredibly like hot and a badass fucking chick, now that you like horror movies, like I, like, I worship you. Like, you're like <laughs> I'm like kissing on it your feet. It <laughs> yeah, oh, it even makes it better because it's awesome and you're so freaking hot as it is. Um, so let's talk a little bit about before we go to your new single we're going to play it but let's talk a little bit about your career because I want to say first of all first of all I've always been a huge Ja Rule fan and the fact that's actually how, the first time I had ever heard of you you were on a Ja Rule song and I didn't uh, uh-huh. know who you were and I thought he is so cool and I actually met him here at the Source Awards like the first time it was in Miami and uh, I was there I didn't meet you I should have I, I wish I Oh, I should have met you because I, I went to like all kind. Of, maybe I did meet you and I didn't know who you were because I was retarded. <laughs> yeah, we were all. Well, I, probably, I had red hair at the time, but we were all there together. I remember that because I think that was the only one they had in Miami, right? That was like the last one they had, right? They had two of them in Miami, but it was the first one that they had in Miami, and and uh, that was the one where maybe uh, it was. Maybe I was at the second one. Maybe I wasn't at the first because I know at at that. That particular time, I was definitely with Murder Inc. And we were all like, we were all together that whole like. Yeah. We that whole night. I was like and all I was afraid and shit because I went to like one of the parties and I was one of the lone white people. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it's not. Jimmy was doing the Carlton dance. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, I've always liked it. I think the music is awesome. So that's how I first actually heard about you. Uh, was was on a Jaw Rule track, and like basically too, like I mean, you've rapped on like some of the coolest tracks ever. That really, the tracks probably would have sucked if you wouldn't have been on them. Like a lot of oh, them. Oh, thank you. That's sweet. And so I think that it's really, well, really cool. Well, John's super talented, though. So. He is, and I just started following him on Twitter, with. so I'm going to be tweeting him next to get him on the show. Because he's doing the yeah, acting thing, too. Yeah, he's in jail, too. I think. Is so he you really? might have to wait a while for a response. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Wow, I didn't I see that. I think he has, like, one more year to go. I didn't see that in the headlines. Y'all rules in jail. Yeah, me I didn't neither. Know that. Yeah, that's he's been in jail for a while now. I think he only had two. I think he has two years. I think he's got one in and one more to go, so... Okay, well, I'll tweet him anyway. I'll say, hey, I heard you were in jail. I won't tell him who told me. Can you tweet from jail? Did he get arrested for that horrible Steven... Did no. he get arrested for that horrible Steven Seagal movie he did? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, terrible. Like, oh, my. no I, I, um, I think he had, like, a, a gun charge or something. But he, he definitely... Um, he should be out soon. I, I don't know if it's this year or next year, but he'll be out soon. I think that's funny as shit. I don't think it's funny he's in jail. I just think it's funny that I didn't know he's in jail. And I'm like, because he has 86,000 Twitter followers. So I was like, he must be it's tweeting. It's not even him twittering. <laughs> Somebody else is he's, tweeting for him. He's yeah. doing a few other tweets. are crazy. <laughs> We're crazy here. <laughs> At the gym like y'all show, have loads of fucking Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We also uh, we also had Moses Stone on recently. I don't know if you know Moses Stone. He was like the only rapper to be on The Voice. He was a really like cool dude. Like you should actually hook up with him because like I, I actually liked him a lot. He was cool. Why are you telling her who to hook up? I don't up? know. I don't follow The Voice. I don't really get a chance to watch them as TV. But he's like. I'm not um, 
He's like super cool and he can actually like you can sing and rap like he can sing and rap too. And like your voices, Mm -hmm. I could see them melding well together. Like so I could see you both like singing and rapping on a track. You might have to watch out, though, because he's only like 20 years old and like you're super hot. Like might not work. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to turn me into a cougar. That would be okay. He's very cute, though. He really is very cute. He's a cute, cool guy. I'll let you hook it up, Jimmy. I'll let you you (laughs) I'll see if we can hook it up and see because you never know. You like Sicilians? (laughs) (laughs) I've never dated a Sicilian. Oh, how you doing? I, I can't <laughs> see why I wouldn't like one. Hey, well, I'm mixed. I'm black. I'm black and German and Irish, so I'm open to whatever. Actually, I was at Spencer's Gifts today, and uh, they had this picture of this big fat dude, and it says, I may be super fat, but I have a huge cock. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> I wanted to see if I was. How, how did that relate to anything? Huh? I was thinking Sicilian. Oh, like okay. in general, like you watch the you watch when the Sopranos, all the guys That's are kind of big and heavy. Because I never sent you any pictures of me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay. No, I'm not fat. I'm just, I'm just good. You're just big cock. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm five foot six, but I'm blessed. God bless me. <laughs> oh, see, you're shorter than me. I'm really tall, so. That Ooh. don't matter. I'm not sure, guys. That's okay. I don't, I don't get intimidated there, Charlie. <laughs> you like tall women? <laughs> hey, I, I like I like women, and you are okay. a very beautiful woman. Actually, oh, too, that photo... It. That photo of Crystal sent us. is great as well. We'll get back to the music as well. Okay, there we go. I know. Um, we just keep getting off the music some sort of way. We keep getting railroaded into some other conversation. Well, Let's Jimmy, get into the music. Let's get into the music. Let's get into the music. So Drew was going to tell you, too, that like that she loves that picture that Crystal sent us that we used on the uh, promo. On the promo. Like, with your hair all on one side. Because, like, Jimmy Starr and I are also stylists. And so we appreciate, like, cool and unusual style. And, like, throughout your whole career... It's like you've got all these different looks, but they're all equally badass. So we yeah. really appreciate that. Oh, thank that you. Too. I don't know what picture Crystal sent you. <laughs> is this the one in my Abby or what picture is it? It's like you've got – it's just the top of you, but you've got this like uh-huh. cool-ass crystal red dress on. Oh, it yeah. It has a sweetheart yeah, I top. Picture. I know which picture. Yeah. And your I hair is hair jet like black. All on one yeah, side. It's yeah, It's super hot. I usually wear my hair like that as well. So I want to make sure I do too. <laughs> He's bald. <laughs> so I want to go. I, I, you have a cool history, and maybe we're going to get into it, and maybe not. But before we, uh, so we're going to see how time works out because I want to make sure we get into the okay. music and your new single. So tell us a little bit about All Lies because we're going to play it for everybody. Well, I think that uh, All Lies is a song that you know guys and girls can equally relate to. I, you know, it's it's kind of about um, two people that they don't really trust each other in a relationship, um, and. I don't know. The song kind of speaks for itself, but it's kind of self-explanatory once you listen to the uh, the whole thing. They both feel like they're both cheating on each other. So it's awesome. I love it so much. And it's it a song about now. relationships. So we're going to play it. So how about you? You introduce yes, it for it. us. We're going to play it. You introduce yourself and then say the name of the song, and then we're going to play it for everybody. So this is Charlie Baltimore, and this is the first single off of my album, True Lies, called All Lies, and it features Mano, and it features my daughter, India, on the hook. How could we have something true when it's true? How could we have something true when it's true? 
And the plot thickens See I'm a little too far in Starring me and you The main attraction from the preview I should've stopped in I should've stopped when it was texted Just numbers with no name But then I locked you in Pick safe, face flashing on my screen So naive, unaware of exactly what drama mean Me drama mean to stop this boat from rocking I see sickness in this game You playing, blocking all the roads to fix this Nights long, just laying 4am telling me you gon' stay in But she got nothing I ain't giving you I keep saying fuck you but then you fuck me I wind up fucking forgiving you I'm through, not another night No more pretending, no more cliffhangers I need a happy ending I need a part two I played my part two Week for the flesh so in love before I thought it through Good bitch, cruel intentions Ready to call her, email her, pop her mentions So gone for you, I be watching her tweets She acting you kissy faces while I'm washing our sheets Dang, you just left with promises of breaking it off Lies I believe, so close and taking them off I know the truth hurts, deception flies through me And so I know it's real, just lie to me So fucking awesome. So that's All Eyes by Charlie Baltimore. We have her on the line. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I, I love, love this song. It. It's actually one of my favorite songs on the album. 
And so, uh, so I like it. I, I thought we had something true, and it's all lies. I like all the lines of it. I was tweeting that for a while. The first time I heard the song, I was tweeting that all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty catchy. It's very, yeah, very like catchy. It's very catchy. It's a lot Thank of fun. You. It's on a new album called True Lies. And does that? I, I read one place that that had a date, but I don't know if that's real. So I'm going to let you tell me if that uh, is. There have a date for a release for the album yet? That, it comes out in July. I'm not exactly sure of the exact date, but uh, definitely in July. Okay, good. So everybody can get in. Also, if you guys want to because I think you don't have a website, right? Really, the way that people follow you is Twitter. you got to be a Twitterite. Yep, you got to be a Twitterite, and it's at Charlie Baltimore. Um, Charlie with no E on it, because a lot of people put at Charlie Baltimore with the E on Charlie, and they don't. They're like, what the hell is going on? So. That's because they're retarded. <laughs> they should like know how to spell your name. Just be like, you <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of new with the whole social networking thing. I never did Oh, well, you're doing a really good job because, like, you you respond to like everybody. Like, you respond, and uh, I mean, I think it's like really cool how cool it is that people. Uh, first of all, like, I mean, it must be nice because you're getting like a million compliments a day on how hot the song is and how hot you are. So it must be great. Like, I, I like it. it's just a really good <laughs> well, way to I mean, go. I try to respond. I, I, I appreciate all the love, you know. So I try to respond to all the positive stuff that I can. Absolutely. Yeah, and you got like a ton of followers, so you're doing a good job. That's a good measure. Charlie, Charlie Baltimore is the shit. I like in the song too, like I like how you say cruel intentions and a lot of times you use like a lot of pop culture and movie references and I love that like you want a happy ending and a part two. Yeah, you got all that, huh? I like that you picked up on all of it. Cool Intentions is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Too. Mine like, too. I oh. love Cool Intentions. <laughs> mine's Rooftops. No, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's Jimmy's favorite. That's a private joke because like I like this dumb movie called Rooftops with Jason Gedrick, and uh, like they make fun of me for it all the time. So. Jimmy Star won't watch Cool that, Intentions. And I usually will watch pretty much anything. I'm surprised I haven't seen it. It's a good. It's old. You know, you can only see it on VHS. It's an old movie from like the 80s, but I just like it. But they make fun of me all the time corny <laughs> jimmy star won't watch Why cruel intentions good? i haven't seen cruel intentions <laughs> i've given it to him like, like 10 oh times, God, 20 times to like watch it that's an awesome movie it is an awesome right, movie. i'm gonna watch it just so because awesome. both of because the, the two hot women are telling me yeah that's one with that's Ryan Reese Witherspoon. yeah Reese Witherspoon and um what's his name uh her husband she married him what was his name Oh, and wow. I like totally am hot on him. Ryan, Ryan something, right? Ryan yeah. Felipe. Yeah, yeah, Ryan Felipe. Philippine. Yeah. Felipe. Felipe. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. And Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, and chef. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. So yeah. tell us, you yeah. have you have movies out too. Tell us the name of your movies. I do. Um, I did a sequel to a movie called Gang of Roses called Gang of Roses 2 um, back in a... I shot it last summer. It came out in February. Um, it's like a an all-girl western, sexy western. Ooh. <laughs> so pretty interesting. And um, I just I did a movie uh, two years ago called Changing the Game. Um, the director is a young uh, black director named Raul Dowdell, and it just got a limited release at AMC Theaters. It's actually out now. It's a really good film. So. Actually, I actually, I'm following them on tw- him on Twitter because I saw him like tweeting about it with you. And I think we I had even, somebody I from that movie. I don't even have his Twitter. I need to follow him. The funny thing about him is he's, you know, he's very 
I'm serious about all his films, and he does not want to cast any rappers. And I, I had to really, like, sell him on the part. I don't have a huge part, but my part's kind of, you know, pivotal in the movie. And he made me come back about three times and audition over and over again. But he coached me through it, and I really appreciated it, so... That's awesome. I'm glad, I'm glad I nailed the part. <laughs> good, good for you. And so, and, and so, in Gang of Roses too, is it like any like lesbian sex? There <laughs> is, but not with me. Oh, okay. no lesbian sex with me. There is some lesbian sex, and I believe there's some nudity, but none of it is with me. Okay, I'm an outlaw. Actually, I'm an outlaw. Okay, I really that's cool. I like the fact that no matter what I say, nothing phases you. <laughs> I'm a lesbian. I would have somebody Nothing else on the other line. They'd be like freaking out. Yes, yes I am. <laughs> well, that's good to know. It, it is. It's really good to know. So also, I think we should oh, say. I can, and I, I can scream really loud, just so you know. If I have to audition for this horror horror film of yours, I'll. There you <laughs> I'm go. A good I like screamer. Do one for I, I us. Like Do screamers. like you're getting killed. Scream. <laughs> And I'll take off my earphones. I love screaming. <laughs> uh, you want to? No sc- comment. I don't know where we're going with this. No, we're not going to have her scream. It'll hurt. It'll hurt all ears. Okay. Come on. Okay. Okay. Well, Thomas wants her to scream in a weird way, like in a. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're talking. Move. Come on. Ooh, I mean, yeah. he just kept saying, "I like screamers," and I was like, mm, "Okay." No, that was a movie. That was a movie called Screamers with. Uh, oh yeah, it's a Peter. horror movie. Yeah, it was a horror movie. But he yeah, wasn't talking about God, that. He's just using that himself. to get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I think we should tell everybody, too, um, everybody who liked the All Eyes single, everybody needs to buy it. I know it's available on iTunes. Um, I don't know if yes, it's available. Yes, it is available on iTunes. Look for the video soon. And, again, um, True Lives will be out in July. we got a lot of good things coming up this summer. So it should be an interesting summer. Who produced um, True Lives? Who produced All Eyes? Uh, yeah, All Eyes. All Eyes, All Eyes. Oh, um, a, a, this producer named Frequency produced um, All Eyes. That is freaking awesome. Like, I, I yeah. love the whole production of He's it. Awesome. And in a way, too, it's like, it's uh, modern, but it's also like old school, too. It's like a combination, which I appreciate. Yeah, he's he's he has a few records on my album, actually. And they're all very, um, all the records I do with Freak are pretty, uh, they're very like big records. Like they, they just they, I don't know. They just leave you with like a feeling, like an afterthought. They're, they're, he's really good with those types of records. So yeah, I like. Um, that. He's a great producer to work with. Yeah. I think it's cool. I'm very very excited for it. I, I think uh, the public response is really really good for the single. I'm sure the album is going to do extremely well. We want it to. We'll do anything Thank we can do you. to help you. We'll do whatever we can do to help. And uh, cause, oh, like, anything that. that we can promote with you, because like I'm like so excited. I'm just excited that you're on the show. I've always yeah. loved your music, so it makes it a lot of fun. And that's basically what the whole show is about: is just to promote people who, at some time or another, we've always enjoyed their work. And uh, so I think it's great that you're doing it. I think it's great that your daughter's like going to be a supermodel, and that she's in all these commercials and shit. Everybody should follow her on Twitter too. And uh, she's just cool. I like her. She's me what's your daughter's faces. Twitter? It's uh, um, her Twitter is at India Kristen. That's I N D I A C H R I S T I N. At India Kristen. Yeah, she's really cool. And she's yeah, beautiful. She's, awesome. she's in uh, L A right now, so there you go. She's shooting something out there. Yeah, she's That's in cool. Vogue. She's actually she's in Cosmo this month in Glamour, and she just did another shoot for Vogue, and she did Vogue Italia about a month ago. That is so huge. Yeah, that's like badass, cool shit. Yeah, so do we have time for one more question? (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. My question is like, um, seeing as you've been in the industry for so long, what do you think is like the future for rap? Um, 
I don't know. I think it's all over the place. I think, like, with outlets like Twitter and stuff like that, there's so many different types of rap music at this point. Like, you can't really, like, you know, put it in one category. I think there's pretty much, like, something for everyone. So, you know, at one point, people used to just kind of follow the trends of whatever rapper was hot at the time, and now it's just so many different kinds of music. I mean, even with rap, it's just so many different, you know, categories of it that I just think it's just going to keep expanding, you know? There you so, go. That's exciting, so actually. Yeah. So everybody exciting. can have their own lane, and, you know, fans can pretty much choose what they want as opposed to one rapper just following another rapper, and, you know, you kind of stuck with the same kind of sound. Yeah. Kind of all over the place right now, which is great. We got lyricists. We got, you know, just straight club, club rappers. We got all kinds of stuff, so... I think that's awesome. I do, too. I, I have I a question too. for you. So your favorite movie is The Long Kiss Goodnight, is it? It's not my favorite movie, but it was a movie that kind of, at the time, was I was in a car accident, and I saw it in the hospital <laughs> while I was in the hospital recuperating from the car accident. So her whole story just kind of, like, you know, resonated with me as far as, you know, she was in a car accident, and she kind of had the amnesia, and she had, like, a whole alter ego thing going on, so... I just thought the name was great, and it fit, it suited what was going on with me at the time, and, you know, that's pretty much that's, I got it. I love that badass. movie. I like that. Have you I seen like, it, Jimmy Yes, Star? it's a great movie. I love it. It's a great movie, and it's a cool story. And for anybody not knowing, the character's name is Charlie Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> a badass movie with, uh, ego one. Daniel Jackson. It's awesome. So, Charlie, we want to thank you for coming on the show. We're going to definitely stay thank in touch. Thank you guys so much. And uh, yes. everybody should follow you at Charlie Baltimore on Twitter. Everybody needs to go to iTunes and download All Lies. And as soon as the album comes out, we'll let you know. Maybe we'll even have you come back for a few minutes just to call in so we can plug it so we can, like, hopefully, get people to buy it because it's going to be awesome and also oh, of course i will come back anytime i appreciate it so much and we also want to me charlie we, uh, we also want to say thank you I to, will. Uh, <laughs> that's funny we also want to say thank you to crystal leslie for like organizing and setting this interview up she was awesome we had a great time uh, chatting with yep. her and so we want to thank her and we want to thank you and anytime you got anything to promote you make sure you let me know and we'll promote the shit out of you absolutely oh thank you so much all right, Charlie, thanks so much. Have a great weekend. All right. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. That is the coolest shit ever, you guys. We have she's Leanne cool. Curtis in the chat room. Oh, hey, she Leanne. says she's following them both. There you go. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, it's Robbie Dupree. How are you? Hey, it's Robbie hey, Dupree. Do you have any pants on? Uh, I just have half of them on. Okay. <laughs> Okay, that went over my head. Okay, last time we had Robbie Dupree. That's because you were uh, last time Robbie Dupree came on. And when he called and he said he said I'm not wearing any clothes, and so I got he all excited. He heard we were wild. He heard so we were wild. He's, he's, he's like doing really? the interview <laughs> naked. Okay, so oh, okay, gotcha. So uh, we're all naked in your honor today. Uh, thank <laughs> you very much for your cooperation. <laughs> <laughs> so Robbie, let me introduce you to my co-hosts because uh, you don't know some of them. That's Thomas Churchill. He's our cool cat of film, and he's skyping in from Los Angeles. How okay, you doing, Robbie? good to see you. How are you, How are you today? Good, 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 thanks. And then we have Drew Albright, the diva of cool. It's so good to hear your voice again, Robbie. It's so good to hear yours. <laughs> I don't know how I've made it this long without it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you made it either. Must then we, be rough. <laughs> then we have the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Welcome back, Robbie. How's my voice sound? <laughs> This sounds good, Chad. Thank you very much for uh, getting the new system in. 
You can tell. That's awesome. <laughs> and then uh, I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you to the show. And to start out by saying uh, you should say hi to everybody in the chat room for us, especially Leanne Curtis, who's like our next guest after this one because she was all – I thought it was really cool that you, you guys are on the same show. So just say hi to everybody in the chat I'm room. I'm happy that she's on the show too. Hi, Leanne. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> that's so much fun. And then say hi to the rest of the people in the chat room so they don't feel totally ignored. <laughs> hello, hello to everyone in the chat room. There you go. Say hi to Bobby Collins over at Spectra. Hello, Bobby Collins. <laughs> hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. <laughs> That's so much fun. So how have you been? How's everything going? Everything's good. I'm, I'm, you know, I live in Woodstock, New York. Yes. I'm, I'm here uh, until July when I go out and start playing shows. And, um, you know, everything is cool. The new record's coming out on July 10th. And, uh that's what everything's gearing up for, really, right now. So that's right. July 10th, 2012, on Spectre Records, we have the new album. It's called Arc of a Romance. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, Arc of a Romance is an EP. It's a short program record. It's It was sort of a, a whimsical thing that happened. I did a, a show in New York where they asked me to do a song. It was a fundraiser, and um, they asked me to do a song called I Only Have Eyes for You, which is the old Flamingos song from you know, back in 1959 or something. And and uh, the group that was on the show as the backup band, and I worked out a, like a, a different kind of an arrangement of it, and and um, it sort of led to um, the recording of that song, and then, because I liked it so much, and the audience seemed to really dig it. And then that opened the door for um, picking some songs that were kind of favorites of mine um, along the way, you know, different decades, very um, disparate kind of artists, you know, everything from a song by Prefab Sprout, an English group, to uh, the Isley Brothers and uh, a, a lesser-known writer named Mark Cohen up in um, in Canada. Mark and Cohen, so, is he the guy, Mark, uh, C-O-H-N Cohen? He had a huge hit. No, not not him. Okay, Cohen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, right, I fucked that one up. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are lots of those guys. Probably pharmacists throughout the country. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, this is the the lesser known, and um, it's a cool record. I'm really happy with it. It's the first time I ever did a record of covers, and um, and it's sort of a just a break, you know. Uh, I think I think people really like it, uh, especially if you're familiar with any of the music, or if you dig that kind of like midnight jam kind of thing. That's what it really is. It's 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 pretty cool. I think it's awesome. Um, yeah, lots of great musicians. David Spinoza is on it, and Jeff Pivar, fantastic guitar player, and um, uh, Ira Coleman, who plays with Sting, and uh, Clifford Carter, like. Great, great players. I was very lucky to have that kind of an ensemble. So, tell us a little bit about because I, I think the first single then is going to be for. Let's see what's called uh, for the love of you. Yeah, well, this I don't know if that's if that is exactly. I think it is. Um, it's either that or we let the stars go. They're two very different um, kinds of songs. One, the first one for the love of you is done much more in a kind of a smooth jazz kind of a vibe, and we let the stars go is is different. So we'll see. Maybe there'll be different releases to different formats, you know. Which, but, one, um, do you, which one? Do you have a preference of the two? No, no, not at all. I love the four songs on, on, the, on the EP. I love them all. Like I'm saying, it's just a matter of where they fit in radio. You know, it's not like 
radio is single format. It's right. like everybody everybody plays a different kind of a thing. You know, there's alternative and and urban and smooth jazz and you know you know what I mean. So it all depends on what what they what they play on that format is what the what I think they will play. You know? What we're gonna do is we're gonna play for the love of you, and then I also I also have uh, I also have we are the we what's it called we let the stars. We let the stars go. I don't have my glasses. I have them on, and I still can't read I got my writing. Read so uh, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to play for the love of you, and then we'll, uh, later on uh, in a few minutes we'll play a little bit of the other one too just so people get an idea of what both of them sound like because they're both terrific. Cool. So why don't cool. you introduce for the love of you for us? Uh, this is Robbie Dupree on the Jimmy Star Show introducing for the love of you.
That's For the Love of You by Robbie Dupree. Congratulations, dude. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, Were you really... guys slow dancing in the studio? No. I was, I was rocking and swaying while <laughs> seated. Like a, yeah, like it's a rocking and swaying cha-cha super mother jumper jive. I was slow dancing with my torch lamp. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things, too, about your voice you know, which is so distinctive, um, which I love. It's like on the one hand, your voice is clear as a bell, like these high notes, the clarity, you know, it just rings through. And then your whole technique is very smooth. And especially in like a smooth song like that, it just really shows. But then you've got that uh, like tinge of raspiness, breathiness. It's like all the things that make singers great, you wrap them all in one package. Thanks. What are you doing Saturday night? <laughs> I'm going out with you. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? Also, that's a very nice. That's a very nice compliment. Thank you. Thank you very much. Because I think a lot of times, um, too, and I like really appreciate clarity in, in singers and and also like just simple diction. But um, you know, it's just very rare to have all those three things combined. And I think certain singers are just like plain clear, and then you've got others who are really smooth and then you've got some who are raspy and each on its own is like really good but when you put them all together it's like wow that's really sweet of you to say mad skills have you guys been watching american idol yeah man did they set that girl jessica up for a fall last night you think so you think she's oh gonna, man you think she's gonna she, lose you know i think that they had i think that they know that philip has a billion votes more than her, and I think she just didn't do any kind of a performance like she did all year long. She really, I don't know where those songs came from, but they were really not finale songs. And then You're they, right set about him up, that. they set him up with a marching band, and, you know, they had everything going on, so that standing ovation vibe, you know. So they would just, if she really would have done her thing, he wouldn't have even been able to come out there, you know. I don't really like him. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it, you know. But anyhow, that's you know. I think I mean, she's got a great voice, and he's a, he's like okay, but he's kind of like when they had Taylor Hicks on there. He's unusual, and like people think that's cool, but nobody buys the record. 
Like, yeah, well, he's a real, he's a good-looking kid, and and he's got a lot of votes. But I mean, I guess that's what the show is about. But if it was just about raw talent, there were so many other people that were great. You know? I like that Colton uh, guy. I like that Colton guy with the. He like, was Mohawk. great. He should have never went out that soon. He should have never gone you know? out. Yeah, I thought so yeah. too. They're, they're handing out Taylor Hicks CDs at IKEA for like posters. <laughs> now. Exactly. See, I'm all caught up with my season now. I finished American Idol. And then I finished Mob Wives, so I'm all nice. cool. Oh, I bet I Tom Mob watches Wives. Mob Wives. I don't watch Mob Wives, but I watch <laughs> I American Idol. <laughs> Did you follow The Voice? Did you watch The Voice? No. Okay. That's no, another no. good one, actually. So if, if um, they came to you from American Idol and said, you know, we want you to be one of the consultants on the show and come on and we'll do a Robbie Dupree night and you can coach all the people, would you want to do that? Uh, let's see. Sure. Sure. Why not? Yeah. That sounds like fun. I mean, you know, like I wouldn't want to be, it's not the kind of show that I think I could add a whole lot to, but maybe on a simple level like that, where you actually get to work with one of the young singers and you might be able to be some help, you know, I mean, that would be kind of cool, you know, I think. I think you could like totally do it. Yeah. I mean, it's a fun, it's a, it's, like I like the show and I like I like where it's you know, the amount of really talented people that have come out for it and I just think that they miss I think the voting is is all you know, the politics of the voting is what kinda of ruins the credibility of the show for me, you know. I think that um it just doesn't it it's a it's a popularity contest, you know, and it's not really about what, it, what right. it's sold as. I know? think, like, yeah. I, la- especially last night, I thought it was jacked up when, when Randy said things like, like, they killed Jessica, like, on that last song, which is not a good song, I get it, but she, it's not like she picked it. You no, know? well, see, the deal is that all season long, they've been watching the votes come in, and they know that Philip is unbeatable, okay? And so what happens is they never beat up on him. All they ever say things is like, well, that's Philip being Philip, right. you know, and Philip, <laughs> you know, what what does that mean, you know? And uh, like he didn't sing the song, he didn't sing the melody, and all they ever say is that. Meanwhile, Jessica can go flat on one note, and they'll they'll be right on it, you know. Right. So I mean, it's it's not like I'm sticking up for Jessica. I just think that they jobbed her with that with that song because that was like a dog of a song and the, and then and they bl- like, and they like they blamed her it was like like yeah, yeah. this song just like sucks and she's sitting there being all nice i would have been like hey you know i didn't pick this song right like some fucking well, dumbass gave what, it to me she knows <laughs> she knows things that we don't know right like she's already off to the races i mean the american idol thing doesn't make any difference anymore to her she's already going to be going in another direction you know what i mean like right. people people have seen that and whether you win or lose, when you're that good, you know, she's heading for, like, some other planet, you know, with a record deal and, you know, a whole other deal is going to happen for her. And Philip, you'll probably never hear of again. Right. The I people right. I like, too, like, they never win. Like, the last time somebody I liked won was Kelly Clarkson. That's that was the first season. <laughs> right. After that, were, like, they I never win. I you were big on Sanjaya, too. Yeah. <laughs> So I want to know, just since because you're because you're like a lifetime musician, why why do you not like Philip? Like why do you not like? Like I don't like him for a whole bunch of reasons, but I don't. Have I don't like dislike a, Philip. A I just don't think he. I don't. I don't dislike Philip at all. I don't even know him. I just think that he's what I would consider to be sort of pedestrian. You know, like somebody that you could hear in a bar anywhere. And I think that um, 
I think that, uh, that there have been some talented people on the show that really were like a whole cut above and uh, they may not have had other things and that's why they didn't get the votes, you know, but right. I don't, I don't dislike Philip at all. I think he's, he's, you know, he's fine and I hope he has a, a nice career, but he's not better than the people that have, have preceded him, you know, just he's not on that level. What makes people vocally a cut above? Well, I really believe that you can work like I, I didn't have a, 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 a natural singing voice and I spent a lifetime um, working on it, you know, singing, trying to find the right songs to sing and the right key to sing them in and all of that. And so I, I have what I have and I'm, I'm grateful for it, but I'm not Stevie Wonder. And, um, and there are just some people that have a gift that comes to them like athletics or, 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 you know what I mean? You can't, teach somebody to be Stevie Wonder and you can't teach somebody to be Celine Dion or Aretha Franklin. I mean, people can get close, but they can't get there. And I think Philip is just, um, if he writes some great original songs and comes out of it like that, I think he could be an artist that could do something, you know, but I, I, I mean, here's another thing. Bob Dylan would not have won American Idol. You right. know, but that that didn't stop him from having a successful career, and I hope that for Philip too. That would be great. But in terms of who was really kicking ass on the show, there were a lot of people that were really, really throwing down some big vocals. You Did know? you like the and, guy who got eliminated last week? Yeah, I liked him too. Like he, he had a great cool voice. Soul. He was a soul singer, man. He was he was definitely he could make some inspirational music if he really you know got hooked up the right way. If they didn't make him into, you know, some kind of fool like they do with the records they make these people do, you know. Right. Were you for Ruben Studdard or Clay Aiken? Yeah, yeah. I dug, I, you know, they both had a thing and they both did their thing. You know, like Clay Aiken has found a place on TV and on Broadway and all of that. And, 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 and Ruben has his R&B trip happening. You know, they both, they both were really quality, I thought, you know. I, I personally go... In Ruben's direction of music, more I liked his his approach more. But I was I was blown away by Clay Aiken's instrument. He could really sing. I had no idea how good he was. Yeah. That's cool. I like hearing it like what other people because a lot of other times we bring people on and they stay. Everybody watches American Idol, but nobody admits it. <laughs> yeah. Oh it's yeah, like I like it. It's like the Kardashians. Yeah, no, I don't oh, watch I like that the, one. I don't like that I one. Think, I think it's good. It has a place, you know. I mean, unfortunately, it's taken over too much space in the industry, and too much stuff, you know, gets hung on it. But, I, but, um, but, you know, for what it's worth, some good stuff comes out of it. And, you know, um, when the voice comes around again, you should actually—you don't have to watch the whole show because actually, I think the show sucks as it goes along. It's it gets not worse. Really, it gets worse instead of better. <laughs> but if you just watch the audition part at the beginning, where like people who have. You know, just come out and they don't get to see who it is and they just uh, sing, you know, and then they get picked to be on a team. That's really the only good part of the show. You should watch just the first couple, like, weeks where you watch the people doing the auditions because it's amazing. It's really cool. I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah, I, I just, I was like an idol guy, but I, I'll, I'll swap yeah, over Yeah, you have to just try it and see because the rest of the voice kind of like isn't really like any good and it ends up being just like American Idol. It still ends up being mm -hmm. a popularity contest. Yeah. Hey, listen, I don't know how much time you and I have left here uh, in your space, but I wanted to get in a shameless plug for the record again and let people know that it comes out. It's called Arc of a Romance. It's on Spectra Records. 
It comes out on Tuesday, July 10th. Um, Best Buys, Sears, Barnes & Noble. It's on iTunes and Amazon. It's everywhere. I also, um, I also heard that the, for the love of you, if you buy the digital version of the song on iTunes, it's a version featuring Butch Thomas. It's like a different version. And we had him on the show right. a couple of weeks ago. I know. That's right. What we did is, exactly, we, we, um, he plays incredible soprano saxophone on it. And uh, the, the solo on the album version is by David Spinoza, who's one of New York's finest session guys for for decades you know he's just amazing and um and i and i wanted to work with butch and he was nice enough to to uh to um come in and do a a, a beautiful solo on it for me so i'm happy with that and i think for the for, for people who dig that smooth jazz vibe it really locks it in you know Absolutely. So what we're going to do then, because we have a little bit of time, and I want to play the other song too, just so people get an idea, and that way they'll be ready and, and ready to go buy it in a couple of weeks, because it's only like six weeks off or something until the rally's right, actually a, coming yes, out. Yes, it's close. So why don't you introduce for us We Let the Stars Go. We're going to play that for everybody, and then we'll come back and kind of wrap it up. Okay. Um, this is uh, a song that I discovered by a group called Prefab Sprout that uh, – had a big career in the late 80s and early 90s. I love the song. I did a different version of it than they did, and it's called We Let the Stars Go. There was a girl used to know she'd tease me about my name fan the embers long enough I sometimes catch a flame the soothing voice of distance tells me that was just the flame other music fills my ears but I still hear her sing Long ago, 
We let the star. Oops! Why'd you stop me? <laughs> we let the stars go by Robbie Dupree, getting ready to come out on Arc of a Romance, released on July tenth, two thousand twelve, on Spectra Records. It's an awesome song, and uh, and so was for the love of you, Robbie. Congratulations! We're looking forward for the whole album Thank to you. come out. Thank you very much. Appreciate I re- that. I really like that one too because uh, it's like you're more playful in a way on it, and the whole mm-hmm. song is more playful, and I. I think with the title, like, Arc of a Romance, it's like that's the summer love, like, impetuous blush of love kind of song. Absolutely. That's, that's, it's very accurate because that's the way I felt the first time I heard the song. I felt that same way, that it was uh, a tender approach to, like, reminiscing about love that was lost. And uh, a very cool, I love the writer on that, Patty McAloon. And um, this record was a great chance for me to, to do that, to like dig into different songs from different periods that I loved. And, and there's no real connection uh, of style between any of the songs, but there's a deep connection in terms of, um, you know, for me, how I, how I feel about the subject. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. I think it's awesome. So everybody can uh, definitely wants to get this. It's going to be available at Best Buy, FYE, iTunes, Amazon, like all the like standard traditional like music places. Um, if you want to find out more about it, you can go to Robbie's website. It's RobbieDupree.com. He's also on Facebook, and eventually he's going to be on Twitter. <laughs> we have our fingers crossed. <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a try. I, I always right when I get ready to to do it, I. I collapse and, and panic, <laughs> and I don't know what to say. You know, an easy way to do it. What really got me into it is get a get an iPhone. I don't know if you have an iPhone, but like now I have that an I, iPhone. Now yeah. that I have an iPhone, like I just hit the little Twitter thing, and I can just do shit on it all day long. Like if you have an, it's real easy off the iPhone. I never do it off the computer. I do everything from the iPhone. I just don't know what to say. You could just say you that. Know. You could even say that, though. Hey, what's up? I just don't know what to say. <laughs> well, for you, like, it other, can be things like... I look at like... other people's Twitter stuff, and they always have such interesting things to say. You know, like, um, I was looking at Questlove's Twitter page, and it's like, oh, just just had it malted with Bruce Springsteen, you know? <laughs> and, 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 you know, I, I fear that mine is going to be taking the dog for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, okay. you've got some like just laid down tracks with Bush Thomas, so you know you got your own yeah, yeah. stuff going on. Yeah, you got your own stuff going on, and you don't even have to worry about it. Just like go on there and post, hey, check out my new album and s- stuff like that. I mean, just- actually, you could even make up stuff. That's what I think I'll do. <laughs> you could do. You could do that too. An alien <laughs> just landed in my backyard. <laughs> right. I'll just say, going out for tea with Elton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That we'll works. retweet you. Yeah, and I'll retweet it to get it all going. <laughs> yeah, it'll so this be is fun. fun. So you guys now, 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 um, Leanne Curtis has been on the on the chat. 
line? She's in the uh, she's in the uh, ch- chat yeah, she's room. in the chat room. Yes. Cool. Yeah, she's cool. I, I, you know, she's a, do you know she's a songwriter too? Yes. I do know I like, that. Yeah, I'd like to see what what stuff she's been up to. We're going to play with, some of the songs. Well, actually, that one of the songs we're playing is a cover, though, that her daughter, she has a 13-year-old daughter named Jacqueline who's, like, really uh-huh. awesome. She's beautiful. She's taking in her mom's footsteps, and she did a cover of Luca, the Suzanne Vega song, and it is oh, sure, awesome. Sure. It is super, super good, so we're going to play oh, wow. that. And um, so, Did you see 16 Candles? It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, definitely. I saw that. And Mo- you know, Molly Ringwald was like, I, I always did her and um, I followed her career for a while. She's think, on Twitter. Uh, you could follow. She just came and got on Twitter recently. So you could get on there. Is that? Is she- uh-huh. I think she went to, I think she, I may be wrong about this, but I think she moved to Paris for a long time. She did. Hey, hang on I one second. I am so ready to fucking throw up. You guys are making me nervous. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Robbie, I just had Leanne called in. That's Leanne. Hey, hello. And welcome to the Jimmy Star <laughs> Show. That's Leanne Curtis. So really, Leanne, hey, Leanne how are you? Me, I'm Robbie. Well, thank you. How did you know I wrote songs? You've been doing some homework there, buddy? <laughs> uh, yeah, on my Twitter page. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, right, where you're not wearing any pants when you tweet, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I, I still want to see no, that. I, <laughs> I know you're a songwriter because um, Bobby Collins mentioned it to me from, from Arcadium Spectrum. Wow. Wow. Isn't that and, cool? Uh, he did his homework. <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. Are you, are you doing active writing now? Um, yeah, actually, we were just in the studio. We've been writing, my daughter and I, and um, our partner, Rick Markman, who um, works at a place called Matter Music, and he's you know done everything from play, still does play bass for heart in the studio, but doesn't tour with them anymore because he's got a five-year-old uh-huh. kid. But we just wrote uh, Jacqueline's summer song together two Saturdays ago. We finished it up last Saturday, and um, I sent that um, to Jimmy, hoping that he would play it as some kind of uh, <laughs> retort to Luca, so nobody goes and kills themselves. <laughs> right, you got to that in like anything about like abandoned animals, you know. That's right. That's right. We have to juxtapose it with exactly. I'm going shopping for skinny jeans and shorts. Exactly. Yeah, when you when you see that when you hear that song anymore by Sarah McLachlan, you want to cut your wrists open in a warm tub. You know, it's like so. Right. So, Tell me about there. it, man. It's like the, all the dead animals, like, are the ones that are about to be- get deaded. Yes. <laughs> get deaded. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, and my finger picking in Luca, I have to tell you, I'm thinking like, wow, I see the animals. <laughs> so, so, funny. so, Robbie, real quick, how about you say hi to Jacqueline too, then, because she's in the chat room. <laughs> hey, well, she's not. How are you? Yeah, she's not supposed to be in the chat room. Uh, I don't know if she is or not. I oh, told her she was to a, a room. Go okay, Jacqueline, we're going to talk about yes, stuff you you're not supposed to, to hear, room. so you have to get off. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because she's at school right now. She's oh, not homeschooled. She's not... I have her uh, well embedded in what I would consider to be the normal child teenage life. You know? Okay. And even she says she wants to experience eighth grade and ninth grade before she delves into a career. Okay. Model. There you go. Well, I think it's wow. really nice that you guys got to meet each other. Did you like Robbie's new songs? I love Robbie's new songs. What a beautiful voice you have. It makes cool. me want to... Well, you know what? If these guys have your address, what would... Bobby has it, I'm sure. I can send you uh, a copy. That's great. That you know, oh, or, that's or cool. you know what? It, it, how about this? If you go on Twitter, I'll follow <laughs> you and I'll talk to you. Okay. I mean, I'm on it somehow. Bobby set me up an account. But like I said, I've just been... I've He's just on been Facebook, cheating. though. Leanne's it's on Facebook, It's a really weird too. thing, though. 
Twitter tweeting is weird. It's just like I just once you start doing it, you really like it. Once you start doing it, you really like it. And I want a copy too, Robbie. (laughs) I'll make sure that everybody gets copies. There you go. And um, and that's that's good. You know, it's different in Woodstock where I live. People don't Twitter like they they have like smoke signals and stuff. Yeah, I know what kind of smoke too. You're in Woodstock. Yeah, it's a different scene here than. Twittering isn't the same. You know. And drum circles. You know what? I actually grew up summertimes in Putnam Valley, New York. It wasn't quite Woodstock, but I, I, I know totally exactly where it is. It. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. where it is. Yeah. I grew kind up of in a... Albany. There you I'm go. Okay. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I spent some time in Albany. It was horrible. Yeah, that's a, it's, a, it's a grim city. It's called the armpit say. of New York. Yes. It's, it's, I go there to the airport. All the time, and uh, that's the only oh. thing that's really good about it. It's that's so much funny. So we want to make sure everybody knows that one more time, Ark of a Romance coming out on July 10th, 2012 on Spectre Records. You can uh, go to spectrerecords.com. It'll be available at Best Buy, FYE, iTunes, and Amazon. You can go to RobbieDupree.com, or if you want to find him on Facebook, it's Facebook.com slash RobbieDupree. How's Sounds that? I'm going to find you. Yeah, everybody's going to find you. And, uh, I mean, check I'm me out. You. And we no. want oh, to thank Bobby Collins from Spectre Records for setting this interview up again with you, Robbie. It's always a pleasure having you on the show. Anytime you've got anything to promote, we'd love to promote you. We think you're awesome, and we want to thank you for coming on the show, and thank you for meeting Leanne. Yes, it's a Yeah, pleasure. no kidding. I think we're meeting in person, aren't we, <laughs> next, next year on some kind of boat? In the, oh, the yeah, we probably are. We're meeting on a boat, yes. We're meeting on a boat to... I don't Cozumel or something like that. That's a yeah. go. There you Sounds go. Good to me. That's Hopefully good. we'll all meet before then. <laughs> yeah. I want to meet before then, so we'll have to work something out. But we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show, Robbie. Um, have a great weekend. Good luck with the new EP, and we'll promote the shit out of it. Okay, I'll see you all. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye, Leanne. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, 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 Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> That was so cool. He's so cute. He is so cute. He's smoking hot, let me tell you. He is just awesome. So, so hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Great to be here. Thank you so much. I really, you know, I'm so excited that I blew the May 9th show because I wouldn't have been on with Robbie. So. It all works out so perfectly. Absolutely. Yeah. So let me do a formal introduction to everybody, starting off with our, our Skyping L.A. cool cat of film, Mr. Thomas Churchill. Hey, Leanne. How are you doing? I'm well. Thank you, Thomas. How are you? I'm peachy keen. <laughs> peachy keen. There you go. Nice day out here today, isn't it? It's beautiful. It's a little windy, mm-hmm. though, but it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'll get worse tonight. Place. And then we have, <laughs> yeah, then we have my our, hair. It's killing my hair. He's bald. Got <laughs> <laughs> that. Then we have the diva of cool, Drew Albright. Leanne, you're the like our Drew. our favorite chat room person. It's been so fun chatting with you in the oh. chat room in the past, and so now we get to have you on the air. Thank you. I was actually going off when he was talking about Jessica. They threw her under a fucking bus, but good, you know. And I tell you, one of my really good friends works over at Interscope and works with um, that whole crew. And I started texting her like crazy. I was like, who picked that song? Who wrote that song? Didn't anybody know to say no? Where are her adults who make decisions for her? She's still a mu- What the fuck is going on <laughs> over there? Absolutely. I agree 100%. Wow. They threw her under the bus. And, oh, yeah. And we didn't finish our introductions. We have to go back to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hello, I'm Chad Murphy, and I love your style. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Yeah, well, you loved it yesterday when I did that test call, didn't you? Mm-hmm, I did. Oh! <laughs> it's our secret. Yeah, I didn't know about that one. Yeah, secret love call. Quiet. Uh, I'm Jimmy <laughs> Starr. We're very happy to have you on the show. I think you're cool as shit, and like, we're going to have a lot of fun. I think so. If I could just stop interrupting you, it would be great. My uh, husband, can... if he's listening, he's like, yeah, he's always interrupting. It's so rude. That's okay. <laughs> Actually, too, real quick, we should get a quick shout out from you because like Leslie Navarez in the chat room and all your chat room buddies want to shout Leslie out from you. Leslie and Shelby and all of my little friends. <laughs> Hi, gals. How are you? There Shelby we go. Was yeah. telling me, she was asking me about um, how why I rehabbed or if that black bird in my Facebook picture was my bird. And I said, well, no, I mean, I, I rehabbed it's a crow and it's it's you know out in the neighborhood doing its special crow thing now and she told me that she rehabbed a mockingbird so i have a special warm place in my heart for anybody who's nice to hurt animals and tries to rehab and help them so Was, thank you shelly is that the picture like with the palm of your hand where it's so freaking tiny oh that was the very first parakeet i ever um, hand raised and let me tell you what trying to feed something that small without aspirating it is like it's hard like it's i hard. couldn't even I mean, tell what it is it's so small in the picture that's like, a baby I was parakeet like, wow. that's like a two-day-old parakeet oh plus yeah, drew looks- and i saw uh hamlet seven days of Ham- what was it three days of hamlet yeah and like you and your bird yeah. is in, are, are in that movie too that's blinky yeah i fed him like that too he's <laughs> blind though blinky <laughs> Blinky stole the show, though. Blinky was, like, awesome. <laughs> right. I love how they credited me with and Carrots and Bananas, played by Leanne. Yes. <laughs> yeah, kidding? that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Mm. That's so yeah. funny. That I, made me happy. I didn't really... <laughs> When I saw the movie, I was like, I think that's Leanne Curtis in there. And then I actually asked about it afterwards, and it was when I watched the credits. So I thought that was cool. That's so. right. Carrots and Bananas. So you're... you're a- yeah, it was good. It's- you're an actual, uh, like, you're actually, like, because you started out as a child star because you were on, like, Sesame Street. Well, I was, but, you know, I actually went as far as buying the DVD set of the very first show, the pilot and all that, and I'm not even on it, and I have the feeling it has to do with the fact that I was kind of lippy, you know, even back then, I was <laughs> to work with... You know, the, the director, we all went to Mr. Hooper's store, and the director was blowing up balloons for all the little kids who were on the show, and he blew mine up, and it was too small. I didn't like that. I was like, can you blow it bigger? And he told me, hey, it doesn't get any bigger, kid. And I was like, yeah, well, you're stupid, because my mom had the same balloon last night and blew it up twice as big. <laughs> so I think that was pretty well the end of my Sesame Street career right there. Killed it. That's so funny. That's funny. Well, at least you got to yeah. be there until you didn't. <laughs> until I didn't. I know. Well, but I know I was there, so... <laughs> I think it's, it's all good. I think it's I cool, I though, there. that you're, like, in such so many, like, cool, iconic things. Like, I watched 16 Candles the other day. It's one of my one of my favorite movies, like, all time. 16 Candles and Breakfast Club are two of my favorite movies. Too bad you weren't in Breakfast yeah. Club, too. I would have liked that. Yeah, I would have liked that, too. <laughs> there would be another there would be another incident of, of not behaving myself very well on the 16 Candles set, and, and I probably would have played Ali Sheedy's part had I not acted up the way I did. <laughs> there you go. Oh, like, okay, wow. So tell us something nice and acted up. First of all, how did you like it? Sixteen Candles, like I think a lot of the people in the movie they weren't famous yet. 
right? Like that was no. kind of like the opening thing because like everybody's in that. John Cusack is in that. I mean, like yeah. there's every everybody John Cusack. Who, Joan Cusack, everybody who's super like popular now, and even the guy who played the love interest in Sixteen Candles. I've been trying to find him. Like he's a furniture he's in maker. Pennsylvania. He builds furniture. Yeah, he I know he builds business. furniture. He, like, he got out of Dodge, and he's probably doesn't have gray hair. He's probably really happy. He probably <laughs> makes money. But I like. Could, there's no way to actually. I know he he's a furniture maker, but there's like no contact information because I think it'd be cool though just to have him on the show he was the hunk from 16 candles one i of the saw a picture of him he's still very hunky oh i'm sure what's not to be hunky 20 yeah. 30 years later yeah and he like a, beautiful in the scene yeah. at the end when they play like if you were here song like uh, the omd song or whoever i think that yeah like it's such when a good when version everybody just kind of melts and goes oh yeah <laughs> like it was like awesome like it's such a cool movie it's so much fun and i probably watch it like once a year and so like i think it's like really cool that i know people in it because i've actually met anthony michael hall tom's met him a couple times um mm-hmm. and uh has he ever been on the show no he hasn't been on the show um Come on, he should michael. be Unless he's going to promote something. He said unless he's going to promote something, he'll come on. Yeah, but it's not what he told me. When I met him, he told me yes, and then he, like, took clothes from me, and then he didn't fucking come. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I could say something really rude right now, but I won't. Go ahead. We like rude. Like, rude is okay, and your daughter's not in the chat room anymore. (laughs) That's right. That's okay. But now I think the moment's passed. It's not going to be funny anymore. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I'm in a movie, though. Oh, yeah, we might Who, be. Anthony some... Michael Hall? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I definitely won't make my little comment. <laughs> you could say it off the air. <laughs> okay, maybe later. Yeah, during the break when we're playing a song, yeah, we can say Yeah, yeah. How about I'll email you what I was thinking. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> so how was it being on that movie? And that movie was so successful and being in it. And, like, how, how did that all, like, go for you? How old were you actually when you did it? Well, I showed up for rehearsal um, at 17 years old and turned 18 the very first day of shooting. Our first shooting day was July 11th. So um, I kissed my mom goodbye very happily and then went nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was a minor until we started shooting. Um, but it was it was a blast. I mean, I think it was um, eye-opening for me because it was the first, you know, big-budget movie that I had ever been um, associated with, and it, it was, um, I mean, you get to Chicago, and it was just like an adventure, you know, and John was so much uh, one of the kids himself, you know. Um, it was it was a really phenomenally lovely experience, all in all. You got, like, some of the best lines. Yeah, you had the best lines. You know, like the... My little brother paid a buck to see your underwear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> night at the dance. Yeah. In the pink car and the black card, guy. Still photo of that. You know how you can um, customize your cards, and they tell you not to use anything that's copyrightable. Well, somehow that one flipped through, <laughs> and I've got a credit card with a picture of me holding the phone with that lovely hair. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I yeah. think it's so much fun. Like, and so did you enjoy it? And it was a lot of fun. It was your first big budget picture. Was it a blast? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's always so sad when things are done. You know, I remember you you just go through this really weird kind of withdrawal when you're done a shoot and you're on the set for six weeks and hanging out with people and it's just a series of growing a family and then having to watch it disperse. Um, So there's always that to like every movie, but I think that one kind of made me particularly sad because I did have so much fun on the set. I'm sad to go back to New York. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's awesome, though. Like, it's such a fun movie. I mean, I think it's just a really cool thing to be able to say, hey, you know, like, here's this cult status movie. You know, like, everybody thinks it's an awesome movie. Nobody doesn't like it. And, like, yeah, and I'm, like, one of the stars of this movie. And that's, like, way cool. (laughs) 
Do you ever like keep in touch with Long Duck Dong? Because like I'd like to get in touch with him too. Yes, I do. I was actually visiting um, my friend, Mister Mister Gary Busey. We were hanging out at the playground in the Malibu Mall by Cross Creek, and we were playing with his kid in the sandbox. And I turn around, and I see Getty walking. It was like a random sighting. So I mean, that was that was beautiful. And we exchanged phone numbers, and I did. We we called each other a couple times, but you know, people just get so busy. But he's one of the genuinely one of the nicest people ever. We love Getty. Oh, we want to get Getty on the radio show. Getty is hilarious. Like Getty is a lot. I like fun. Exactly. Gary Busey's a lot of fun. What's happening? Oh, yeah. I think oh, it's super sexy cool. girlfriend. <laughs> what a great thing. So congratulations. I just think it's awesome. I think it's cool that you've, you're like a career industry uh, actress and, and now working in the music industry. You had roles in Critters 2 and Benny and June. And like you had like the, the cream of the crop of television shows where you got to be on episodes, which I also think is cool. Because you have 21 Jump Street. I was a 21 Jump Street-aholic. I even have all the box sets. I freaking love 21 Jump Street. Oh, that's Johnny Depp. He ain't hard on the eyes, is he? Yeah, he's too young for me, but, like, he's okay. That's okay. (laughs) You got to tell us about that, you know, because you were in Benny and June and 21 Jump Street. Like, give us a little behind the scenes. I walked into the table reading um, for Benny and June, and I'm saying hi to everybody, and I look at Johnny, and I say, hi, how are you? And he looks at me. And he says, 21 Jump Street. <laughs> I remember you. I mean, the guy is, like, so for real, so down to earth, and so not arrogant. And, like, there's really no ego there. That <laughs> Which is, is awesome. Amazing. Johnny Depp's to shit. That is cool. He is. I think it's super cool. And then you were in Married with Children, which is hilarious. <laughs> like married with children is fun. The Equalizer. I mean, like you got really and like the dude who plays the Equalizer. Now yeah. that was hot. I like uh, he Edward was Woodward. Well, get this. His son was in Three Days of Hamlet. Oh, really? Uh huh. Which one's his son? Peter Woodward. Oh my god! I didn't know King. that. Okay, I didn't that's know that either. Dude. Sorry, Peter. Oh, that's the so other cool. bald dude. Sorry, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's okay. Okay, I'll never work in one of your films either. Hell, well, just That's get it, on the out. list, don't you? No way, we're totally, we totally want to get you in one of Tom's films. Like, I think Absolutely. it would be awesome to have you in one of Tom's films and just freaking like hey. hang out. Like, I'm all about it because like I think like you're so much fun. The first time I talked to you on the phone, I had such a good time. I think it's so cool that you you're first of all that you're a hands-on mom. You have a f- big family. You have a daughter who's like getting ready to enter superstardom. And uh, uh, and that you're having fun with all of it, and that you like birds, and that you come from an entertainment family, and that you've been in tons of really really cool shit, and it's you know it's basically like time for the 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 Jacqueline Leanne show. The Jacqueline show. <laughs> there we go. There we go. God, everybody's Funny so witty. Funny that you should say that because I don't know what's happened. It kind of went quiet, and I think it's to do with scheduling and possibly another show having. Um, precluded them moving forward with this one as quickly, but E! Entertainment and 495 Productions, who brought you Jersey Shore, is actually looking at Jacqueline and and me, looking at me, yeah, Jacqueline and me, that's proper English, um, <laughs> as one of five duos from across the nation of parent-child, um, you know, uh, manager-slash-talent teams, like, and what we do, I mean, I think the casting call came out of saying something like, are you the next, you know, Beyonce's mom, or are you the next Kris Kardashian? And um, (laughs) 
looking and at what are. I do every day, I could definitely say yes. There you Momager. go. Momager. So Momager. Mom manager. The mom manager is the momager. I love right. it. I think it's cool as shit. They totally should, like, pick you for that show. Because, like, too, you know, like, your history in the industry, that makes for awesome, good television. And, like, all your connections you, and stuff. Like, man. Well, yeah, I mean, I, it's not like I, I walked into the audition and they said, tell me a little about yourself and your family. I mean, and I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I mean, I just found myself saying things like, my family's been successful in the industry for over a century. Um... I was in 16 Candles as an actress. I'm managing my daughter now, who's coming out July 10th, seems to be the magic day. Yeah. Um, a movie called Black yeah. Limousine. Um, Cineville, directed by Carl Colpert, where she plays David Arquette's daughter, which is also a funny parallel, because my first movie, I played Rosanna Arquette's best friend. So it's weird. <clears throat> that is so, so cool. Uh, yeah. I love the Arquettes, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> in case you didn't know, I love Rosanna Arquette and David Arquette and Patricia Arquette. I like all love of them. them. I what love about, all of them. About, and I actually, Alexis Arquette uh, sent me his phone Arquette. number. We're gonna have him on the sh- her, her on the show. Yeah, because we we <laughs> tried like a year ago to yeah. have Alexis on the show. Her phone got stolen. <laughs> God damn mm. it! But it's very I think cool. Alexis is probably the most private of all of them. I don't see them all out doing crazy, you know. So I, I respect the family for for you know being out there, but not too out there, even when they're out there. <laughs> Or something. Actually, D- David Arquette is one of the very first really famous people to wear something Jimmy Starr. And it actually, um, I, I sent him I sent him a bunch of shirts when he was married to Courtney Cox. And one day I was reading People magazine while I was on the shitter. And I opened up the page and, and there was a picture of David Arquette in People magazine wearing my shirt. And I was all excited. It was he a was really on cool the thing. too. Oh, no. Was he? I don't know or if he was. was. Like no, he wasn't. <laughs> this is getting very scatological. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> but it's, they're very cool and a very talented family. And so your daughter's in a movie. And, and, and uh, what's the name of the movie again? It's called Black Limousine. And I think Stars TV is who is distributing it in, I think, a limited fashion in theaters. But, you know, at least it's coming out. And I, I was wondering for the longest time, what the hell is Carl doing, man? This movie's never going to come out. Well, maybe it'll come out after she graduates college. That'll be useful. You know what I'm thinking? This is just. And then when he told me why he waited, and, you know, good for him. I'm glad he did now. He waited for the right fit. And so now he's got a, a limited theatrical release out of it. So What's it about? Is it, is it a comedy or? Is it a drama or is it a scary no, movie? It's, or what it's is it? basically about a guy who's gone cuckoo. It's, it's a tour de force for David, man. He he was very good in this role. Um, Lynn Shea is in it. She plays this whacked out. <gasps> yeah, we love her. Love her. She's her. Awesome. We've she's had her on the show. Weird. We love her. She's love awesome. Her. She is so well, Lynn cool. is cuckoo. We like her. Yeah, yeah. I met her in Critters, too. She's awesome. Oh, oh that's my so God. Cool. That's right. Critters fucking too. I have to watch that again. I do, too. <laughs> I haven't seen it in, since it probably came out, actually. i got to see it again. Well, I yeah. always mistake Critters for the Ghoulies. Remember that movie? Yeah. Ghoulies, yeah. Gremlins, Critters, you know, it, it, it could be insulting to their creators, but it's kind of all the same thing, isn't it, really? Well, Ghoulies had that crazy. Uh, Ghoulies had that crazy poster with them standing by the toilet and it yeah. said, "Don't get you in the end." Actually, wasn't that the one with Corey? Ghoulies? No, that's Goonies. Never that's mind. Goonies. Oh my God. That's, Goonies. that's like you I and like Mr. Goonies. Collins. Good job, Jimmy. Actually, I like Goonies a lot. Yeah, the Goonies is a fun movie. I'm going to watch Critters too now, uh, just just to see it again. You could definitely have your own radio show too, Leanne. You should maybe like consider that because like. <laughs> 
You could be a stand-up comedian, and you could have your own radio show, I think. Yeah, that's just what I need, Drew, another hat to wear. I'm about to pop a gasket. I, like, I need five interns. i got to clean up after 40 birds, which is, you know, a choice on my part. But, like, I cook dinner. I go 40. shopping. I wow. keep the house clean. I do not have a cleaning specialist <laughs> or an intern, and it's it's... Um, I can't say I'm getting tired. Part of the sick thrill is to just sort of push myself and see just how much I can get done in a day while I'm getting corporate sponsorship for my daughter. <laughs> there you go. But, um, you know, I, I, yeah, it's, it's an idea. Maybe at some point, maybe at some point once she's off and running. Like, I could totally I think, see it. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. Actually, the running. chat room likes my idea, too. So there you go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so let's talk a I'm little bit about it. I'm not chat room. I'm not looking anymore because I think if I do, there'll be feedback and weirdness because I've got the volume on, so I kind of walked away. But it was fun watching you drink your coffee. There you go. <laughs> While Jimmy took off and it's did something. Big. I don't know what he was yeah. doing. So let's, let's talk a little bit about it. Now you're a momager. You have a daughter, Jacqueline, which I was calling Jacqueline. <laughs> Is it well, Jacqueline? Yeah. Technically, it's Jacqueline. It's a soft French. day parce que toute okay. la famille parle en français. It's one of the other things I do. I speak oui, French. Oui. And wow. my father's name was Jack Curtis, so I decided, with my husband's permission, of course, to name my daughter Jacqueline. Très bien. singer. And she's beautiful. She looks just like you. I think she looks. I mean, like you can. If you stand the two of you together, you can tell it's like hot mom, milf mom, and then hot daughter who's only thirteen. So everybody watch it. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Can right. you even you say know, that? another six Not years really. before you start making whacked out comments? Because I do not want to have to go off taekwondo. And she's a black belt, though. You know what? So I think she could probably handle herself. She's Good. absolutely beautiful. She's like that. Like she reminds you of like young. Like if she could be like on Mickey Mouse Club or something, and be like the one that everybody like. Thinks it's, it's just jealous. absolutely beautiful. Oh, and all the new little... Annette Funicello. Yes, just yeah. like that. Absolutely. She's beautiful, and there's a really cool picture on your Facebook page of her in the studio, uh, and it was just cool. And I think she's beautiful. She's very talented. Um, talk a little bit about what you're doing with her now. Well, um, about two years ago, she started writing songs, and um, because – it's so hard to look at your own child and be like, oh, my God, you're going to be a star. You're all, it's like that just kind of makes me want to vomit. <laughs> so I kind of pretended like, yeah, yeah, she can sing. Yeah, she's cute. She's, yeah, 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 yeah. And then one day, Layla Steinberg, who is uh, Tupac Shakur's first mentor and manager, says, I've been listening to your daughter sing, and there's really something there. So she invited her to um, the mic sessions. And she started writing topic, you know, giving topics every week. So the girl started writing on the topics, and she was punching out a song a week. And, of course, it's an 11-year-old writing a song. You're thinking, oh, yeah, whatever. But they're actually not bad. So I took her into the studio at a friend's place, um, and I paid him 100 bucks a session. And we would go pull 14-hour days. And I showed her and learned as well how to build a song from 0 to 24 or 12 or however many tracks. Um, we kind of got stuck a little bit in the mixing because, I, like I said, I was working on pretty much a zero budget. <laughs> and she does. She has her first CD now, which is not for sale on iTunes because we're just not going to do that, I don't think. I think it might be just a very limited edition, um, and I don't know exactly what we're doing with those songs. But um, 
that's a subject but it's a start. for another time. It's, but it's a whole start. It's a it start. Is. It's a start. At, it's absolutely at a start. Um, so she started playing all that stuff live and started getting invited to different things from, you know, shows where people would see her. And, you know, the invitations kept coming. So she's been playing live now for about a year. And now she's playing places like Room 5 and Genghis Cohen. She's got a gig coming up at NOLA's LA, um, which is a Cajun restaurant that is known for their jazz mostly. Um, which is funny, and we're actually working a jazz song because my mom was a composer. I don't know if you know that. She wrote for Carmen McRae and John Coltrane, recorded a bunch of her stuff. So That's cool. we're wow. going to try to... What's the restaurant that she's going to be in? NOLA's, N-O-L-A. It's at 734, I want to say East 3rd Street, downtown. Oh, I thought you said Lala's. I was like... Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was that's like... actually what my friend calls her insane mother, Lala. Okay. Lala. Lala's, is a great, Lala's is a great Argentinian restaurant. Well, Ventura. I'm there. When are we going? Let's go. I love Argentinian food. <laughs> Don Ventura by Dupree, Dupaz, or whatever the hell you call it. By Dupree's. Wouldn't he love that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from Jermaine Dupree, Lala's. There you go. So then, um, so then she's So, she's yeah, I mean, playing. she's been playing around, and then she she was up for the show called Majors and Minors, and she had to sing something, and, I, you know, she walks up to me and says, I heard this song, Mom, do you know it? It's called Luca, and I kind of tried not to laugh. I was like, yeah, I've heard, I've heard of it. <laughs> Why? She said, well, listen, I, I think I can sing it. I said, go ahead, and she did, and I thought, holy shit, we need to record this. So I took a stab awesome. at it, and it came out really kind of poppy, and I didn't like it, and... I kind of sort of went back and, and uh, okay, that's my African gray parrot. I'm going to have to go put her away because she's been on my shoulder this whole time. Um, <laughs> and she's been really good. Usually it's not like that. Uh-oh. I um, I heard her sing it and I took her, took it. Yeah. What? I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're good. African parrot. Does it, uh, uh, you know, whatever makes sounds in Swahili. <laughs> oh, it's insane. You ask it, if you give it a treat or show it a treat and ask it what a kitty says, it'll meow. It knows how to crow. It'll say what a dog says. And my husband calls it Big Bird. So when he walks in the door, she says, hello, hi, big, 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 big bird. I mean, she's crazy. That's so cute. That sounded pretty cool. Yeah. yeah so you recorded Luca. Let's go back. You recorded Luca. <laughs> I know. Right? I can interrupt myself, too. It's really <laughs> awesome. Um, so we recorded Luca, and I took a second round stab at it, which was far more minimal um, in instrumentation, and I pretty much generated all those sounds off of her keyboard into her garage band, and I would bring the tracks to the studio, and um, so it was kind of an invasive production, but it was very minimal because I wanted her voice to be featured. And That's what I like so much about it. hearing that song sung by a child. It is kind of creepy, and for people who don't know, Luca is a song. It's done by Suzanne Vega. It was a huge, huge hit in the '80s, and it's about child abuse. And uh, it's a super, like, you know, important kind of like song. And it was, it was like super big social consciousness. You know, it's like total yeah. social consciousness song. And so to have that's what I thought was so cool is that there's a child singing it, and her voice is you can really, really hear it. So I want to play it for everybody. And so why don't you introduce it? Um, for us, Leanne, and then we're going to play it. We'll come back and talk a little bit more and, and play a little bit of clip of the new song, too. Awesome. Um, this is uh, Miss Jacqueline McKenzie's version of Suzanne Vega's song, Luca, which we recorded and mastered uh, last year on the Jimmy Star Show.
My name is Luca. I live on the second floor. I live upstairs from you. Yes, I think you've seen me before. If you hear something late at night, some kind of trouble, some kind of fight, just don't ask me what it was. Just don't ask me what it was. Just don't ask me what it was. Maybe it's because I'm clumsy. I try not to talk too loud. Maybe it's because I'm crazy. I try not to act too proud. They only hit until you cry. That is so cool. Like, I have to say, like, that's one of the things I think, besides the fact that your daughter has a fantastic voice and I think you're going to make a great momager, I think that, uh... Momager! <laughs> I think it's, like, really cool, like, the way that you put, like, the sirens and, and the police band radio stuff and all that stuff in there. Like, I think that that, like, really makes it eerie and chill. It gives you chills, like, you know, because it's such a, such a fucked up thing. Yeah, yeah really, anybody who's really ever... Is been in a city i mean it definitely it, it definitely tells you where you are you know that's part of the reason i did that you know you hear the sirens at the beginning and then you go into the schoolyard like first you go on the subway then you go to school then you're back on the stoop you know and here come the sirens because the end is not so happy it, it really enhances what the song's about i was just saying off the air that uh you know i know the song from suzanne vega and i forgot completely what that song was about 
and uh, hearing it now, I like your version much better. Yeah, me too. Your daughter's version, <laughs> because it really enhances it, and it brings it, it gives it an eerie effect, like whoever just said that. Yeah, eerie yeah. is, like, really a good word, too. And, like, I love your daughter's vocals so much, and there's a certain, I'm going to call it, like, a clip she has, like, on the end of her syllables, which is so cool. And this might sound, like, retarded, but I love Hillary ah. Duff. And Hillary Duff like has a certain way of singing. She has like a certain end to her syllables, and it kind of yeah. reminds me of that. And and I love it so much. It's like very unique, and uh, she definitely vocally made it her own too, which is amazing. At thirteen, well, thank yeah. you. Yeah, my my kid runs really really deep. You know, um, she's probably more mature than I am in so many ways. You know, and she's got it so all going for her, except. You know, the difference is, is I did every stupid thing for her so she doesn't have to. Which is a good thing. That'll make you a good momager. I like well, that word, so I keep using it. <laughs> every time you I say momager, so. I, I expect, like, uh, an LL Cool J song to pop out. I just think that's, you like, know, fun. You I never like know. Word. Maybe that'll be our next song before somebody yeah, else. <laughs> Don't call it a momager. I think it's She's fun. She's been here for years. So we have to okay. do a real quick plug. For anybody who, if Leanne's spunkiness hasn't, like, kept you awake, you need to, like, take a Dynapep. Dynapep! <laughs> <laughs> Dynapep, uh, the world's first energy micro shop, hits harder last longer you can go to dynapep.com or call one eight 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 do dynapep and uh uh no sugar no carbs no crash dynapep no bull <laughs> <laughs> i just want to make sure we get that in there dynapep it's awesome and um the latest thing too they're calling it highly efficient because it's such a tiny little shot and it gives you so much energy there you go i, I would like to try one of those i have to tell you <laughs> this is my kid you know all i do is eat sleep shit breathe my kid all day long and then the birds and I need some Dynapep. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. You need to work you know, in some sex time in there without um, Anthony Michael Hall being there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. I really hope he's not listening. He's not listening. Hey, you know, you guys sound really he good is listening. my speakers, Drew. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got to do one more plug and then... Uh, Absolutely. If you want your computer to sound like a recording studio, like you're hearing something in the best concert hall on the planet. Like Luca by like Jacqueline Luca, McKenzie. You want to get um, Bon Jovi DPS plug-in and you go to dpsplugin.com and it's basically software that remasters sound live and it brings back all the quality you lose in these compressed MP3 formats we all listen to today. And uh, you just go to their website. It's dpsplugin.com. And you use our code. It's Jimmy Star, all one word. And we save you 15%. And it's a one-time download. It's 20 bucks, And so you save 15% off that. And uh, you can test it out on their site. And you will see a dramatic difference. Right. Also, we should do some other plugs. If you want to follow Leanne Curtis on Twitter, it's at Leanne underscore Curtis. Is that right? Yes, sir. And if you want to follow Jax, it's at Jax Rocks Music, right? Yeah, J-A-Q-R-O-X Music, all one word. J-A-Q-R-O-X Music. And if you want to follow Jimmy Starr, it's at Dr. Jimmy Starr. And if you want to follow Drew Albright, it's at Drew Albright. If you want to follow Thomas Churchill, it's at Thomas Churchill. And if you want to follow W4CY Radio, it's at W4CY Radio. Radio. 
Hey, can I say one quick thing, Jimmy? Yeah, one quick thing, Tom. <laughs> August August 7th, coming to home video, DVDs and Blu-ray everywhere, is the film I produced and I'm in called Mr. Hush. Hush. Yeah. You can pre-order it now off of Amazon, or you could put it in your Netflix queue, or you guys can wait and get a late pass on our August 7th when it's everywhere. Mr. Hush, coming to... Your Tom is awesome in it. And actually, lots of people who've been on the Jimmy Star Show. Stephen Jeffries, Steve I'm Dash. Pretty, yeah, I was good in that, wasn't I? Um, yes, you were really <laughs> yes, good you in were. it. Steve Dash, <laughs> Stephen Jeffries, and uh, who's uh, Brad Lurie. Brad Lurie. Lots Jeffries, of cool people. We've Steve all had them on the Jimmy Star Show. Thomas Churchill. There you go. Dave Madison. Check it out. By, Dave Madison. Directed by David Lee Madison, one of my childhood friends from junior high school. There wow. you go. So now we're going to go back to Leanne Curtis. I just wanted to get those little things in there. And, and uh, yeah, so we've we got a couple of minutes. And so what I want to do is we're going to play a little clip. So Jax has Jacqueline. How do we, we call her Jacqueline? What Jax rocks? Can we call her Jax or no? You know, it's so cute. You know, um, the people up at Majors and Minors somehow decided they were going to call her Jax, J-A-X. But I think Jack is probably like the soft J. Just Jack is Jack. good. That works. Okay. Okay, cool. So she has another song that you guys just got finished. It's called 41 Days. And this is more like a beboppy summer, like kind of like a youthful song. Yeah. Man. It is. It <laughs> is. We base it in truth, you know. We sat there and wrote down things that we do, what that she loves to do. And I said, just write from the truth and let's go. And then Rick Markman just played a couple chords and then off we went. Next thing you know, an hour and a half later, we had a whole song. So this could totally be like on Nickelodeon like or like some cool like stuff. Like, actually, you should get her on Nickelodeon. <laughs> she would be great on Nickelodeon. Funny you should say that. Rick actually works with the Fresh Beat Band producers, and we've got a huge meeting with them tomorrow. There you they go. Were about building a show around an artist, a young artist, and so in we're going tomorrow to have a very casual, you know, beginning conversation about possibly just that. Cool. <laughs> That's awesome. So we're going to play just a, like two minutes of this song, you guys. So this is 41 Days by Jacqueline McKenzie. By Jacques. Jacques. There you go. <laughs> We oui, we oui. here we go. Let's play it. We'll just keep keep us going. We'll so we can. All right. Yeah, I told her. Tell me how many days of summer you have from the day you're out of school, June fifteenth, to the day you go back, whatever that is. How many days? Count them. She's like, it's forty-one. I said, good. That's how you're starting the song. You got forty-one days to call your own. What the hell are you gonna do? She's like, oh, I get it. <laughs> It's totally like Gidget. <laughs> it's like a modern day Gidget. I was thinking of Diary of a Teenage Werebear because that was like in a homage to Gidget. Yes, it was. Mom, you won't let her get a tattoo? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care how lame that is. You're not getting a freaking tattoo. Can I dye my hair blue? I mean, this is like the conversation we have every day. Today she's going to come home and say, Mom, can you dye my tips today? I want to cut my hair. I'm like, no. no. Okay, are you an actress? Because then you don't cut your hair. Are you a rock star? Then you can shave it bald for all I care. But, you know, if you're really planning on having any kind of acting career, I don't think the radical haircut is the way to go right now. Right now. 
right now. Right now. <laughs> that, that sort of leaves it open-ended, which makes it hell for me because, uh, you know, of course, attract today. Can we do it today? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now, this could be a really fun video with a bunch of cute little kids. Yeah. Yep. That mass is very B-52s. Cause up on that around. Woo! It's like she's pulling stuff out of her, you know, the ethers that she doesn't even understand. Uh-huh. This could be the, the theme song for the uh, Nickelodeon show. Yeah. Our little it friends could. I mean, it could. To me, when I first heard this, I thought, okay, any amusement park, any, you know, all kinds of uh, corporate entities could use a song like that because it's not specifically selling anything but right. anything to do with summer you know and also like children don't like to buy from other adults you know they want to buy from children so like it's peer-to-peer well exactly and then the other good thing and the good news with Jacqueline is is I couldn't possibly tell you what 13 year olds are buying she can she's got a direct line into that so within that you know Rick Markman and I both decided that you know if we like hand claps or if we like this or that it's probably best to play her songs from our time and space that have those effects in it and have her say yeah I like that or no I don't because it's so easy to go okay we're going to put hand claps here it's like well who's driving the car there you go. Just yeah. the same thing you were talking about earlier with uh, Jessica Sanchez on American Idol. Same thing. It's exactly the same thing. Except awesome. I will keep my child well sheathed and keep her far away from people who will tell her what she's going to sing next. And that's the other thing. You know, I'm really trying to teach her the business and that ownership is 100% of everything. So, you know, the deal with Rick is we co-own the Masters 50-50 and it's a three-way co-write and that's the end of that. There you go. Cool. Cool. I think it's awesome. I think you're awesome. Um, I think that we're going to have a long Jimmy Star show, Jimmy Star and all of us with you relationship because we think you're cool as shit. We wish you all the best with your daughter. We tell everybody they need to go see 16 Candles because it's one of the greatest movies ever made. And one of these days you're going to tell us. Next time we have you on, we're going to have you like tell us about some of your sexcapades in Hollywood. (laughs) Well, you'll be bored to death. Oh, no, we won't. (laughs) I don't think so. Just because some people... You (laughs) You never know. Does your husband know about all of them? All All of my sexcapades? Yeah. Yeah, I think he was probably a majority of it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just because we don't want to... It's been with him a long time. We don't want to talk... Oh, have you really? That's good. Congratulations. That's cool. Yeah. 15, 16 years. Awesome. We're loving it. He's a very patient man. (laughs) So we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Everything was great. We love you to death, and uh, good luck with all the stuff going on and with Mama Drew. I think it would be great with Mama Drew. That would be like super fun. I hope it all works out, and I hope your meeting tomorrow at Nickelodeon goes well. I Ta- predict huge stardom. And tell tell Jacqueline, tell Jacqueline we said hello and that her music was on the radio. Yeah. Well, I, I thank you. So I don't even know what to say to all of that. I couldn't possibly address all of it except with a. <laughs> ginormous heartfelt thank you so much and um, may this be the first of many visits to Jimmy Star's radio show because you, you guys are the shit too thanks so <laughs> have a good one we'll talk to you, you guys soon you guys have a great week thanks so much alrighty bye 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 you guys alright everybody next week we got a great show Mr. Thomas Churchill thank you so much dude everybody check out churchillproductions.com jimmystarbrand.com BeyondElitemagazine.com, JimmyStarshow.com, JimmyStarshow.com, and yourmama.com. 
Yes. Arcadium Entertainment dot com. Arcadium Entertainment dot com. and Suck a Bag of Dicks. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>